You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We are the Unpack Podcast from AcmePackingCompany.com and SB Nation. On Twitter at the Unpack Pod, on Instagram at the Unpack Pod, Patreon.com slash the Unpack Pod, where 30 seconds ago I spilled a beer in my desk and had to scramble around and like the Vikings looking for a quarterback on Sunday. <laughs> I am Zach Rapport at Zach Rapport on Twitter. And um, let's talk some Packers. I'm joined by the usual crew. Alex Patakis, how are you doing? Struggling. Struggling to get back into the mode of doing anything after two weeks of nothingness. Oh, yeah. I had a, I had last week off, and I was just talking about this with a coworker. Um, started again on Monday after a, a, a full week off. And who were the weirdos who were like, on that Monday, they're like all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and just like ready to go? Who are those people? Not, I had a, a rant about this on on Monday morning because it was almost like there was a few people like competing to see who could be the most back <laughs> um, with just, you know, text messages and emails at like 815. You know, nobody works that early in New York, like when you're just in an office. No. Doing emails all day, like cut it out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh... I wish my whole life could just be that week between uh, <laughs> Christmas and New Year's. Just like five straight Saturdays, but a lifetime's worth. Yeah. Capitalism. Uh, that'd be nice. What a bummer. Um, speaking of time off, we're also joined by Ben Foldy. Did you get any time off or are you just... Yeah, I got some time off. That's good. That's good. Are I didn't you, uh, do enough with it, but that's Are COVID. you uh, slacking coworkers at 8.15 in the morning kind of coworker or no? Um... I probably hit people at eight fifteen in the morning, but probably not with a smile. Would be yeah, I guess. I feel like in the, as a journalist, that's just kind of like required. You gotta just sometimes you just gotta send that message. Stuff happens when it happens. Stuff happens when it happens. Um, yeah. Well, some stuff happened on Sunday. The uh, the Packers took the Vikings to the woodshed. Thirty seven to ten was the final score. In Lambeau, clinching the uh, the one seed a week before the season is over, um, which is pretty awesome. Thanks to the Arizona Cardinals, Alex Patak is drinking. So- is that orange wine or is that? Uh- <laughs> you know, it <laughs> kind of looked orange it was in color. Called, it's called uh, rosé, but it's definitely not. Um, doesn't taste like rosé. Doesn't look like any rosé I've ever seen. Burnt rosé. <laughs> Burnt rosé. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. So I, it probably is orange wine, but I, I'm not sure. It was poured for me as I was scurrying to get ready to do this podcast fresh off, uh, off of breading some soon-to-be uh, chicken cutlets. Ooh, there you go. They're already cutlets, but they're soon-to-be chicken. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. See, we even we don't want to like get back into the swing of things here on on the pod. We're just, we just I mean it was about... a weird it was a weird game, right? I mean, it felt like a foregone conclusion before it was, you know, five minutes in. And it totally did. I I don't honestly don't love the feeling of how easy this all feels, and mm. I I worry about mm. that. That's a Ben Foldy take. You're you're you. It feel like it's it was fun and easy, but is it like too fun and too easy? Is it too good? Should I be worried? Like I, about I mean, that? I like I like not worrying, right? Like I like being able to turn off the game, and you know, I I turned off the game at the half and checked in later, and I told my girlfriend i was like i bet you that the vikings haven't scored or if they have scored they haven't scored a touchdown and i open it up and it's 27 to 3 and i'm like yeah okay fine like i don't need to turn this back on and that's all well and good but it's got some of the um well i can't remember what year it was but the 15 and 1 vibes yeah 2011 kind of going on which i don't love Mm. so uh, yeah i was curious i was gonna ask like did you mean you don't like how it feels because you're not entertained, or did no, you know, you don't well, like how it yeah, feels I mean, because I don't... you're scared that like it's gonna come for a Sunday night game. Down. I would, I would like a blowout so I can turn it off. Like, yeah, living yeah, on the East well Coast, time I just East want, Coast time I want, zone. I want my blowouts on the the dumb night games. Um, but you yeah, I, I don't all day for Sunday night. I, the one thing that I think you know, all the. Um, all of the uh, um, injuries and stuff make me think that like they've had enough adversity that you know this probably doesn't feel easy to them. Um, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to think of like uh, how I felt, and I guess it's similar because I, uh, I, I definitely like. I, I think the past two years in the a- NFC Championship game went into it playing the team that I went into the postseason fearing. And okay. other than my Cowboys napmare, um, which <laughs> is like kind of baseless. It's, you know, I don't actually believe that the Cowboys can come to Lambeau and, and beat the Packers. But I, I say that while knowing like, you know, anything can happen, but I agree that it makes me worried that I've not watched a single team other than the Packers in the NFL and been like, that's a really good team. Yeah, because I just don't think it's too obvious for the really good, the only like really good team to win, you know, and yeah. I don't know if that's I don't know. That's I just but I mean, mentally, right? Like, let's say they go out and they get punched in the nuts with a bad special teams play and a uncharacteristic turnover, right? Like, yeah, we don't have much evidence this season of it, of the team being super able to deal. We don't. I think we do. What do we have? Mostly. Well, they've overcome a lot of special teams issues. Sure, but I mean, but I'm talking about a game where they're down 14 points. Um, I mean, I guess what was the the Viking the first Vikings game was kind of a comeback almost. Um, yeah, kind of almost. The Cardinals game was tight and like resilient. Um, no. but the Saints Do you feel like they're a little untested still. I mean, the Saints kind of punched them in the face and never looked back right um yeah and i realized uh, that's a long time ago uh um, the game didn't count the 49ers the niners who the niners had like nobody that game yeah. if i remember right <laughs> the Bengals. let's see i think they did have a lot of guys injured yeah the Bengals with the missed field goals and stuff like that yeah. that was yeah 
some self-imposed hardships. I mean, I guess, it, I mean, like, what do I expect? I mean, what are they supposed to, like, you know, if there's nobody better than them, there's nobody better than them. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I, 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 I mean, I, just to play uh, contrarian here, I think that, you know, it, it's I, maybe it's easy for me to fall back on the old adage of, you know, you can only play the games that are on your schedule. Um, but yeah. that's what they did, and they won a lot of them. And a lot of those teams are winning football teams. And I mean, you look back at like the Chiefs have turned like the. I I think of the the Chiefs game is interesting to me because like that's a game that was possible for them to win without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, no, I yeah. think I think the I think I think the team itself is as good as it's been in the past decade. Yeah. Um, maybe better. Yeah. Like when you include AJ Dillon. And, but when uh, you're feeling that high, you're worried about how far you can fall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I don't, I wouldn't. You know, I guess well, I should savor it. But I, yeah, I'm gonna savor it. I'm gonna um, stay positive, and we will go into note nugs, and and I will give my note nug coming out of this game on the note of trying to stay positive, and that is that I think that really this was the most kind of complete win of the year. And I mean, I know Cousins was out, but I don't care, man. You're an NFL team with good skill players. You got a shot at the playoffs. You go out and you try to win. And the Packers domination of this game was fully realized by halftime, probably before Ben, you were saying a couple minutes in. I mean, um, to me, this is exactly what we wanted to see out of Green Bay heading into the final week of the season, with the exception of the slow start, I think, on offense. But overall, um, a wire-to-wire whooping and it being the Vikings is that much sweeter. So for me, the vibes are pretty high at this point. Yeah, no, I, I'm not, I, you know, I wouldn't be me if I felt good about the team <laughs> looking good. Um, That's true. <laughs> but no, I mean, I think the team the team looks as good as I've ever seen them look, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, the Ben Foldy take is... The team looks as good as you've ever seen, and that is worrying. Yeah. I, I you know, I want to be pleasantly surprised. Um, and, you know, I guess also maybe there's, you know, I still have complicated feelings about Rodgers and everything, so maybe that's lingering as well. Oh, yeah. It just gets worse and worse, Atlas man. shrugged. It's get wor- it gets really worse want, every week. I, I just now, like, that show needs to be... He can read whatever books he wants. Air. It's, uh... <sighs> I just, uh... Yeah, I mean... Uh, the other thing is, is he's big into the giver, him and every other seventh grade boy. Th- there was uh, a part of me that was wondering, <laughs> you know, it's like it doesn't take much for Rogers to get COVID at this point. Yeah, yeah, but the, well, the good thing is the NFL won't let him. Won't let him get COVID. Well, like he can get COVID, but if he's not like you know, you mean they won't in make serious him be out? Uh, yeah. medical like danger. He yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not going into protocol in the playoffs. We're at the, we're at the sure. point now, yeah, where the good news is the NFL will let a star player I mean, the, play with the COVID. two highest profile, uh, well, two of the three highest profile quarterbacks in the NFL, I think are, well, I guess I can't say this. I have to be somewhat responsible, but let's just say there's reason to be suspicious of another quarterback who has a personal trainer who helped another player fake a vaccination status who also quit in the middle of a game this week um, and was somehow still defended by the player I'm talking about. So anyway, I don't think uh, either number 12 is coming across a COVID test anytime soon if the NFL has its way. Yeah, yeah, I guess I should. I should. I I guess 
there was a part of me that was just like, you know, the wants shoe, to see the, Jordan Love start a Super Bowl. Yeah, no, me the, too. That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> well, that'd be hilarious. But also that the shoe, the shoe could so easily be on the other foot. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. Yeah. And I took I took a little pride in that. It's it's a bummer when you're like, ugh, Kirk Cousins, like, ugh, we're on the same level. Yeah. Yeah. I for was... the first time ever, our quarterback is like in the same group as others in the NFC North. I slid into our buddy Arif Hassan's DMs and we just had a moment of like, this is the worst season. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> and yet the Packers are poised to be in a good position to make a deep run and still have to feel conflicted about it. Dumb. So dumb. Anyway. Oh, I got some breaking news just coming across the transom. Oh, um, we're going to hit the breaking news sounder. Hub Arkush, one of the 50 media members that the AP gives a vote to for the MVP award, has said that Aaron Rodgers is a jerk and a bad guy and that he won't vote for the MVP. He won't get his vote for MVP. Mm. I don't think you I can, mean, I quote, I don't think you can be the biggest jerk in the league and punish your team, your organization and your fan base the way he did and be the most valuable player. Hmm. Did he punish his team? I don't know. I, like I in the in the football sense. I mean, he did a lot of like, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that one yeah. because yeah, I don't know either. The he's MVP also, award he's, is he's, also not the he, Walter Payton award, right? He's a so Bears. It's like, he's a Bears uh, writer. So yeah, no, I understand. I think it, he's still the favorite to win the MVP. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I like, and that tells me he's gonna win it, right? I mean, like, what else? Oh, he's gonna win. And, there's, there's no and way he's playing this week. Like, there's no way he shouldn't win it. Allegedly? I guess the the thing is, and this is like the really the downside of all the vaccine stuff is like he's just gonna be in the news that much more, saying that much dumb stuff. And that's a bummer. It's hard to get behind that. Yep. For weeks at a time. Yep. Anyway, moving on with note nugs. <laughs> Alex. I can go. I have a non, uh, con- like something I don't feel conflicted about. Go uh, for it. I can a, feel good. Give about me a layup it. nugget here. What do we got? <laughs> a layup nugget. Uh, I'm going to, I think it was Devontae Adams. I'm going to go to one of his quotes post game because it reminded me of a note nug I gave uh, like two or three weeks ago when he called the Alan Lazard touchdown a dog ass play and I said that the Mar- the MVS touchdown a few weeks ago he he basically came up with the term I was looking for and and instead went on a long-winded rant about how this time in high school like there was this catch over the middle like a dog ass play is the new thing I'm always going to say when a receiver does something that I feel like is just like very legitimate NFL receiver material. Yes. So thank you, yes. uh, Devontae. I believe it was him who called Lazard's touchdown that. And the Packers receiving unit has some dogs and a big dog at tight end. So it's, uh, you know, as as complete as it's been for a long time, um, even though, yeah. You know, OBJ still scoring TDs. Still would have, still would have loved to see that just to make this season even more insane. Yeah, but crazier. Um, yeah, shouts to Devonte for coming up. It was Devonte, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, who came up with a a term for that? I'm going to continue to use now. Um, Dog ass play. And hopefully, you don't have to beep that. Nah, otherwise, I won't use it that much. We're fine. Okay, no, great. no one listens to our show. But anyway, um, shouts to a complete game. Receivers play well. Everybody play well. That that um, um, that Lazard touchdown catch, the dog ass play. What a remarkable mm-hmm. catch! Just yeah. a, just a great great play. A good throw and just like 
a goon finding a way to get in position and make it happen and just a great catch. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the little um kind of montage they did during the game uh where Collinsworth was talking about uh you know a drop that Lazard had on an Aaron Rodgers perfect throw and like since then then he made like one big play and everything has changed. You know, I do I I do really wa- enjoy watching Sunday night football uh, other than the time slot and like just you know, not loving having to stay awake that long. I do think they they give you more than anyone else gives you as a broadcast. It's a good broadcast. That, like, yeah. sticks in my mind, and yeah. I'm like, I thoroughly enjoyed watching that. It wasn't just kind of like the same boring football content. Um, Agreed. And I, I know that, uh, yeah, Collinsworth gets dragged through the mud uh, a lot, pretty much. He pretty much is trending every Sunday for, like, something goofy that he said, and people are reacting to it. But um, but I enjoy, like you said, a lot of those nuggets from him. Uh, we got Tariko this week. I think Tariko's great. Yeah, he is great. Um, the future of Sunday night. So that that I feel good about that too. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. They showed uh, it was the it was a game against the Lions, and um, and Lazard had had basically blown a play, had had missed a catch, and I I'm pretty sure, um, I'm pretty sure that what happened is the coaches then pulled him out. And Rogers was the one who said, no, no, no. Like, let's get you back in the game. I want you back in the game. I trust you. And that's when the big play happened. Oh, yeah. So he like went back to. Yeah. OK. I lo- Yeah. That's what it was. Um. Anyway. Very cool. Ben, you got a note nug? <laughs> no, I mean, I like Alan Lazard. He's real good at football, I think. I guess my note nug <laughs> would just be how about that kind of total second string offensive line looking really good against what was supposed to be like a pretty good defensive front. Um, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think I've, I, I have the memory of goldfish apparently, but I think this has probably been my note nug a couple times this year. Um, but it's, yeah, it's wild how well this, this offensive line of, you know, relative nobodies has played and it it really does kind of give pause of like do you do you put somebody coming back off injury in if it ain't broke do you fix it yeah and we can talk is it the most impressive thing of the season when you think about you know okay they're gonna win more games than anybody else they've dealt with these injuries this that like i think the fact that the offensive line has never been an issue given who's been playing and how many different like um you know, starting fives they've had. You know, earlier um, when Ben was talking about sort of games and or comebacks, maybe what is, what has happened this season and why should I feel confident um, in the Packers being able to to overcome things? I think maybe really what I was thinking about was less about situations within games um, and more about overcoming injuries throughout throughout the year. It really sure. has been impressive. And I think that the depth has been... Um, not just a key, but a big difference between this team and some other, some other um, Packers teams who stacked up a lot of wins and and ultimately were maybe a little flimsy or deeply flawed in one way or another in the playoffs. Yep, I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the offensive line, though, we got a note nug in uh, from Seth on Twitter. <laughs> says we gave up too many yards to Garrett Bradbury. How about that play? <laughs> That was, I mean, that's just, that's a classic stupid play. That's classic. Right? Like on a night where they're, where they're honoring John Madden uh, every four minutes, that was a classic, like big man with football, John Madden kind of moment. Yeah, I <laughs> wish he would have scored. 
<laughs> I kind of do too. Or wish he would have gotten a little bit more, a little bit more um, chaotic, team chaos. Yeah. What What do you have to lose? I guess the ball game, but Sean Mannion was not uh, not going to get it. <laughs> not going to get it done. Why did they bring in? Um, they brought in um, Mond for one series. That was weird. That was really weird. And then in the post game presser, um, they they asked Zimmer, "Do you want to see more of Kellen Mond next week?" And he said, "Nope." <laughs> he just said no. Not particularly. Which I thought was uh, funny and uh, and also telling. Um, I think we should uh, throw it to break. We can uh, stretch out, pee break, do a little news and haikus after the break. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys, we are back. I was going to um, just usher us right into the spot, unless is there more breaking news? Should I hit the sounder? We got anything? Anyone patrolling Twitter? <laughs> I don't think anything's happening. It's a rough time slot. Breaking news. We got nothing. I think we're good. Everyone's everyone's coming off the COVID list. Yeah, we're going on. You know, one way or the other. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, let's read some poetry. Just fielding a punt, desperate for competence. Give me more of more. I like David Moore. I will admit, um, and I'm usually pretty plugged into the roster situation. Like, Alex, whenever you're texting, like, what is a Tyler Davis? I'm like, oh, you don't know that guy? He's this whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I'm, I'm at least like, Within the last week, I know who's on the team. I he caught that that first uh, kick or punt. I don't know what it was, but I was like, "Who is that?" I have never seen that person before. <laughs> but uh, I tell you what, you can tell when someone is confident and competent at fielding punts. You can tell because they just secure it right away and they immediately move forward. Um, and it's something that Amari Rogers has. Um, I don't even want to say yet to master. He just can't not even master. He just can't even do the basic level of it. <laughs> Sorry, Amari. <laughs> just can't do it. It's time to uh uh Rogers is is I think back on the squad off the COVID list, but um I personally 
hope he's he's lost that job. It would be pretty nuts if he didn't. And I think that, you know, having someone who you have no clue who they are come in and do like a really solid job really makes you wonder like how it took that long <laughs> to just find a person, like you said, uh, of competence. Um, you know, guys who can field punts in the NFL kind of grow on trees, I would say, in the NFL realm. Yeah. You know, um, but anyway. It's nice to see. Nice to see. One less thing to worry about, maybe. Hopefully. Um, and the uh, field goal unit seemed there was a little bit of a bobbled, uh, a bad snap, I think. But um, but Mason Recovered. Crosby has been solid recently. Um, I was having a what is a more moment uh, on Sunday. But Ben, you said you, you knew who he was already. I mean, I remembered him as a Seahawks receiver briefly. Well, satisfied. I am satisfied because <laughs> I'd been saying for weeks, got to get somebody in the door. And I guess, you know, Tyler Irvin, I, I've been banging the drum as a free agent, but maybe it makes more sense to get a guy who is a wide receiver, a um, little bit of a bigger body and is uh, also very fast, can play maybe other roles on special teams too. And um, yeah, maybe that maybe there's waiting for the, the, the right fit, I guess. Anyone else want to read some poetry? Alex, you want to go? Sure. Let's do it. Take me to the spa. There you go. I had my nap mare. So now I am wondering who it is you fear most. I kind of blew my uh, haiku uh, earlier. <laughs> Because it's just the only thing I could keep thinking about. Um, but like, I don't know. Who do you not want to play? Is there Who is the other good team in the NFL other than the Packers? I think the Kansas City team. I wouldn't totally want to run into. Or do you mean pre-Super Bowl? Uh, well, I guess I'd be happy to get to this. Okay, look. I mean, like, yeah. Uh, Pre-Super Bowl, I guess, is what okay, I'm wondering. Okay, so NFC teams. But the Chiefs can be beaten, man. Look at what Joe Burrow did to them. Sure. I'm not saying they can't be beaten. I think I, the Packers Chase. can beat any of these teams, honestly. Honestly, like, the, Bengals, I, the Bengals might be a team I don't want to run into, honestly. Yeah. I think... I can't see them making a run to the Super Bowl. Sorry, Zach. What were you going to no, say? I just, I just think NFC or Super Bowl, talking about the AFC side, I just think um, it's just a big cluster of teams where... There's some that are outside of the cluster who I'm like very confident the Packers could beat. And then there's just this big group of teams where it's like, yeah, either team could win that game. I think I have faith that the Packers could win a game against Kansas City, against Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. against Tampa Bay, even um, although it's not a particularly great matchup. But I could also see them losing and being like, yeah, that kind of makes sense, too. I don't know. That's kind of a cop out answer. But I really it's just been it's been muddy the past month and it's not getting any clearer. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, I keep doing this thing. It's just like, how is it going to come to an end? I mean, the reality is it's likely that they just win it all because they, it like all evidence points to the Packers being the best team in the NFL. And I was really trying to think, okay, if I'm like writing the script to this season and how it could really end in heartbreaking fashion, other than the mystique of Tom Brady, there's n- not really anything 
that I would fear. You know, I, I mean, that's literally it. Just because that guy is playing in the conference on a team that's going to be in the playoffs, I think is the only thing. Yeah. Um, especially because I, you know, I, I paid special attention to the Cowboys this week because they were on at, you know, like kind of like the game of the week and everything. And they've looked impressive at times this year, but they're a flawed team too, though. They're, they have a lot of, they, they have far more flaws than the Packers do. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, dude, like, uh, somebody finally realized that you can take advantage of digs on a double move. Like, I mean, I mean, imagine him trying to, uh, you know, make that split second decision whether or not to jump uh, on a Devontae Adams route yeah. who happens to run like some of the best routes in the league. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just come away from this week feeling more confident yet still like I feel like I'm just looking around waiting for, you know, someone to come knock me out. But there's like that. There's just nothing. Yeah. And there's also the Lambo factor of a team's got to come in. And they're going yeah, to be home, man. In Green Bay. You know, That's what they I, said in uh, 2011. It's true. It's true. But mm, I don't know. I saw someone. It was cold. It was cold and everything. <laughs> I saw someone tweeting about um, Dak Prescott's got like screws in his ankle. <laughs> He's going to come up and it's going to be 10 degrees. Seems like not a recipe for success. Although Maybe. I don't shot. know. On the AFC side, it's let's see the Bills, the Patriots. I'm I'm pretty sure maybe the Bats. I sort of feel like the Bills could beat anybody on any given day. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that the Bills are. It's a real. That. I mean, it's a real mess of a league outside the Packers. To me, let's see, the cluster that I was talking about earlier um, of the teams. I think where it'd be a ball game either way, and I could see it going either way. But as well, I see. I feel confident about the Packers. I think that cluster includes the Bills, um, Kansas City. I would put the Bengals in there. I'm not sure about the Titans. Oh, they've won a lot of games, though. But um, Titans are a perfectly legitimate football team at the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. But um, are they good? But, <laughs> but <laughs> like that's. A, good? I I think even the cluster, you could be like who. Who's good? And that's all and that's all AFC on the NFC side. I mean, I'm not you know, we've we've talked about your nightmare, the Cowboys. I don't know if I'd put him in that cluster. Maybe. You know what? If I had to answer my own haiku question, <laughs> um maybe more than Tom Brady, uh I wouldn't love seeing the Cardinals again with Kyler Murray. Yeah. Um that that I could see like I would feel better, let's say, if uh if the Packers were playing the Cowboys, even given the nightmare than I think I would the Cardinals, because that there's like this randomness factor to the Cardinals, I think. Like their pass rush can just show up and be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and Kyler Murray could just be like untouchable on a given day. I I, I don't know. I feel um, like that the likelihood of that is of Kyler Murray being untouchable is is lessened on a slow, cold Lambeau field. I think that's that true. Makes that's it true. A little anyway, bit of a I, I'm like looking for reasons to uh, worry. It's story of my life, just like riddled with anxieties that don't you and Ben be both. <laughs> anyway, oh, you are you are looking for specific things to worry about, and Ben is more like it's too good. Something bad is going to happen. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, too, yeah, it's just too quiet. You know, it's like everything's way too calm. It's like. And yet it's not calm. It's chaos. There's COVID everywhere. Players going on. Players going off. Everyone's injured. Will they come back? Won't they come back? You know, I I don't know. I don't want us to get too lulled into to narratives. I think this is a team that has overcome a lot and is a damn good football team. So I'm still choosing to be confident, but I feel like as the, uh, as the host, I feel like that's almost my role here. <laughs> Try to make this a, a confident effort. Ben, um, did you, did you write us a poem? Uh, I did. You don't got to make it up on the spot. No, <laughs> that ladies and gents is why you get the vaccine. But he is John Galt. <laughs> Just to reiterate, I, 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 you know, I don't want the shoe to be on the other foot. It's hard for me to take any pleasure beating up teams whose quarterback isn't available because they got COVID. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, get vaccinated several times, ideally. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I don't have anything to. Yeah, I can't really like to add to that. I'm pretty sure that the Packers, like what I saw of the Vikings on on Sunday, um, I think the Packers were going to win that game either way. I feel pretty yeah. pretty confident about that. But once you heard it was anyone but Kirk Cousins, I was like, okay, well now I know they're going to win by at least ten points, if not more. And um, and I I feel like I felt that physically from the very first kickoff because I was uh I don't want to say disengaged but I was very relaxed the entire time just kind of mm-hmm. yeah just kind of I mean, there was back. there was very little tension in that game yeah do you think since you know I think what you said before Zach was valid there you know I think if we were like to go back and really think through the whole season and list some negative things that have happened to the Packers Maybe we'd be kind of surprised at how much adversity they've actually faced. Is it a credit to Matt Lafleur the fact that, that we like the, how easy it has felt given all of this? And is that like because you know I, people talk about the coach of the year thing too? I don't really think it's like a huge deal. I'm not going to be sad if Matt Lafleur doesn't win coach of the year, but the ease is which he's won 13 or more games yeah. for three straight seasons. Um. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know what to do with that. You know, I would, it's like an incredible record. I think he, people take it away from him because it's Aaron Rodgers. But and Aaron Rodgers has been great. He's going to probably win two MVPs in those three seasons. But, um, but you know who was there's not, more to it than that? Yeah, because you know Aaron Rodgers not great the last couple of years of the Mike McCarthy. Yeah, it like was in Aaron Rodgers. I think it's one hand washes the other. Really, a healthier, younger one when asked to carry the team couldn't necessarily do it. So maybe we're taking it for granted a little how easy it feels. I think the because... coach of the year conversation is very valid. I think he won't win it because of Aaron Rodgers. But I think that Matt LaFleur <clears throat> is undoubtedly part of this Aaron Rodgers turnaround, even if it's just to bring in a fresh perspective and to kind of light a fire under him. That's part of what coaching is. Who? Did Bruce did Bruce win last year? Did Bruce Arians win last year? Oh, who won last year? Google break. <laughs> Google break. 
Kevin Stefanski, the Browns. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> All right. I guess. Dumb. Yep. See, that's 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 the other thing is like this the, this award is stupid. I I I would love Matt LaFleur to win it just because I want all the Packers to win all of the things. But who votes for it? I don't know. It's um AP. Yeah, is I it? think there's, so. Looks like there's only Oh. It'd also be hard to argue against uh Zach Taylor. Yes. Um, it's not it's that hard. <laughs> you, you argue. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. What what would Matt LaFleur need to do to win this award then? I don't know. That's yeah. the thing. It's like, it, not win more games. Yeah. I, I basically do it with someone else at quarterback. Yeah, he I would guess, have to he would have to win uh, at least ten games with someone not named Aaron Rodgers, I think. I mean he, he didn't play he didn't coach a great game with uh with love but so what which is it's so it's so basically the award is just like which team overachieves the most and then we just assume that it's because their coach is good i'll be interested to see if we get any love um this week because uh this coming week against the lions because uh love has been taking number one reps um taking less of them now i think with rogers kind of easing back into practice um off after his toe injury but um he wasn't getting those reps before when when he did play and so i just i don't know i'd, I'd be interested I, I think it's a fair point to say that lafleur didn't call a great game but that was kind of like uh an oh crap moment on like late thursday i think when that news dropped that he got covid yeah yeah, yeah i don't think he had enough time to build his plan around jordan love which was you know the factor. Okay, you guys convinced me he's not coach of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right. Um, I don't know. Are we hitting the polka? Any other hot topics? Has your wine changed color, Alex? <laughs> Still burnt rosé. Um, My desk is now, it's dry, but also a little sticky from the beer the that I spilled on it. have turned into chicken. I smell them. Stomach is rumbling. Ready. <laughs> Stomach. I'm rumbling. ready for three weeks of risk-free football. Or sorry, two weeks. Two weeks. Well, yeah, there's still risk. Because um, the one thing we didn't really talk about was um, the players want to play next week. And it sounds like Coach uh, LaFleur is saying that uh, starters like Rodgers and Adams will will see the field. Do we think that's the right approach? Wrong approach i don't know i i think two weeks off for some of these guys is too much time off. yeah i think there's a way to have them see the field and minimize risk which i assume is what they'll do and then they'll come off which i i think i'm cool with yeah i think i agree with that i yeah i'm, I'm good with that well in that case i'm just gonna hit the poker because I got to pee. Alex is working on those chicken cutlets. Are they chicken cutlets yet? Are they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. I, I can tell from Alchemy. the smell coming from the kitchen. Alchemy. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you just close the lid, the magic happens, and then it's chicken. <laughs> Who knew? All right. Well, 
this has been a great podcast, guys. <laughs> Packers beating up on the Vikings. That's always a good feeling to carry into the week. And um, we'll play the Lions here in the last week of the biggest season ever, or whatever the NFL is saying about this stupid long season. Ah, everything is stupid. Packers are really good. That's all I got. All right, guys. Take her easy. Bye, guys. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.